0: Hi, this is Charles Gully. The energy crisis in the UK has hit uh, so many people now. Millions of people are facing energy bills alone of, of four to five thousand pounds a year, uh, as as the government seems unable to stop the, these price rises. Now, a group called Don't Pay now has a hundred thousand people on their list who are all threatening to cancel their payment plans, cancel their direct debits from the bank. And what I want to warn you about is that this will damage your credit rating. I wanna help you take steps to avoid damaging your credit rating. Now it's all very well for anarchists to say, don't pay and all this sort of stuff. Well, I wonder how many of those people advising you not to pay will actually take a step back once you've taken your step forward. You know this thing about when you're in a line of people and they say who's going to volunteer and the whole line steps back leaving you as the one who supposedly stepped forward and, and that's what could happen here. A lot of people are going to get caught up in the euphoria and, and then end up ruining their credit rating. But look, we know it's a crisis. Energy bills are uh, set to soar when the price cap is reduced in October. Um, campaigners like Martin Lewis are saying that this is on the scale of a, uh, you know, for the the crisis we had in the last couple of years that we can't mention, uh, and a lot of people are suffering mental health. Uh, there are people on the BBC website saying they're having to borrow money to pay for their uh, their, their energy bills, and certainly I've seen it myself on uh, a property that I manage where I include the bills, and the bills have just leapt up. It's, it's crazy. They were taking something like 150 pounds a month. Now they want to write. Uh, raise the direct debit to 500 a month. It is just crazy. Now, other countries are not suffering so much. Uh, America, for instance, and France, incidentally, uh, interestingly, actually, that the, the French energy company, EDF, that is 85% owned by the French government, have put their bills up by, I think, 3 or 4%. And they're putting bills up here, like doubling and trebling bills here. Uh, so the government are controlling them there, but not here. That is scandalous that a French company is crucifying people here and yet looking after their own French people and, and treating them with, with kid gloves and making sure they don't go into a crisis. So the UK has got to, to do something. And as I said, this group, don'tpay.co.uk, have got 100,000 signatures near enough. Um, and they, they are saying that they will threaten to cancel their payment plan from October. Now, here's the thing you have a, a a contract, you've agreed a certain rate based on the fact that you're going to pay by direct debit. If you wanted to pay another way, like send them a check every quarter or by a prepayment meter, you would be paying a higher tariff for your gas and electricity. So you have a contract and if you cancel that direct debit, you are breaking that contract. Um, Secondly, energy companies are very quick to issue things like late payment notices. If you, you you cancel your direct debit, you've missed a payment in their eyes. You're not just late with the payment, you've actually missed the payment. So they will uh, report you to the credit referencing agency as a missed payment. They'll say you have missed a payment in October. And that goes on your credit history. That's not a county court judgment. They don't need to go to court. They can just do it at a drop of a hat just like that. That means when you next go for credit, your your credit history will show as a missed payment. Now, I've seen people get refused a mortgage because they had a missed payment in the last year, just a, a, a small missed payment. So be very careful about this. And I've talked about this before when you, you but I've talked about uh, protecting your credit rating, that you've got to be careful not to have missed payments. And that means when you're paying your credit card bill, make sure it's paid by direct debit, not you running down the bank on the last day and then you, you pay it by uh, some transfer or, or check which then takes another week to register. So in effect, you've missed the, the deadline, you've missed the payment. So be very careful with that. Um, now, energy companies can then go further. They can actually forcibly enter into your home and, and put in and install a, a prepayment meter. They can take away your right to, to get gas and electricity on credit. At the moment, they supply you with the gas and electricity and you're effectively paying them afterwards. They can take that privilege away and put a prepayment meter, which would mean you're going running down to a news agent to top up your prepayment meter. And believe me, I had these on one of the properties I bought uh, and it was on a prepayment meter for some reason. And it was a hell of a job to get me to, to get the company to take that out. They didn't want to. They, they gave me a real hard time. I had to change providers to get them uh, to get that prepayment meter removed because it was a very expensive tariff. The poor people pay the most for their electricity with these, these rip off prepayment meters because you're paying a percentage to the retailer who provides you the top up. It's just, a, it's just a complete con and a ripoff. But you could end up on that system if you're not careful. Of course then there's a risk of ultimately that they will take you to court and issue uh, a, a county court judgment for the debt that you owe. This will take six years to come off your, your register if you don't pay the debt immediately. It will be a disaster for your credit. It's like credit rating suicide. You just won't get anything after that. You won't be able to rent a property. You won't be able to get a mobile phone contract. There are all sorts of implications with this. So be very, very careful. Poor credit histories can last up to six years. Now, I don't know if the uh, energy companies can issue what's called a default notice, which is effectively as bad as a county court judgment, but they don't even need to go to court for that. Credit card companies can issue defaults on your credit card. So if you get behind the credit card, they they warn you a couple of times, you've got to pay this off. They can say, right, you're now in default. That's just like a County Court judgment without going to court, very difficult to remove. It will stay on your records for six years. Even if you pay it off, it will still just say, had a credit card, had a CCJ, had a default notice, satisfied, if you can get it satisfied, showing on the register, but it's still there. It still means you had, the rating you went all the way to court you refused to pay and you were given that a month to pay and you still didn't pay and only a couple of years later you decided oh i must get that paid off and then it shows as satisfied So it shows that you have a record of poor payment and you're difficult to deal with basically in a nutshell doesn't it because if someone refuses to pay and you've threatened them with court and they still don't pay you know uh, let's not go down that road so don't get into that situation because if you fall behind with your payments and your payments are two or three hundred a month you haven't paid it in october you haven't paid in october, in november that means you've got a 600 pound debt then you're going into december then what 900 pound debt that's gonna be difficult to catch up with and that's where you could end up in court and end up not being able to pay and then they have a county court judgment registered against you now don't don't play uh i've got got this so-called plan they said look if it's simple, we are demanding a, re- a reduction in energy bills to an affordable level. Our uh, leverage is that we will gather a million people to pledge not to pay the government if this, uh, if the government goes ahead with the massive hike on the 1st of October. This is the government increasing the the energy cap at the moment run through Ofgem. Now, mass non-payment is not a new idea, they say. It happened in the UK in the late 80s and 90s, when 17 million people refused to pay the poll tax. That was a a form of council tax, hoping to bring down the government and reversing its harsh measures. Now, this is a bit misleading, in my opinion, because um, the poll tax is different. If you don't pay your council tax, you're taken to a magistrate's court. It's not registered usually. It certainly wasn't then with credit reference agencies. Um, And this is a different story. And this is 17 million people. At the moment, they've only got 100,000, but they haven't even got a million people. So this plan is reckless, it's misleading, and it could get you into trouble. You would be better off yourself at all writing to the the, the energy companies, writing to your MPs and bombard them if they had 100,000 letters and emails and phone calls, it would bring their system to a standstill. That is more likely to be effective than uh, cancelling direct debits, because that is just going to cause you problems rather than them. Uh, yes, it might get their attention. I, I'm sure it will. But, you know, they're saying they want the government to to, to, to not uh, increase the energy cap. But, you know, they're, they're, their action they're taking is not against the government. It's actually against the energy companies rather than government. If you wanna take action against the government, write to your MP, get on, find out who your MP is on the, on the parliament website, send them emails, tell them what your problem is, bombard them with that rather than to canceling your, your direct debit. Uh, and also you can talk to your energy company, say, look, I cannot afford the, the amount that you want me to pay, so you have to reduce my direct debit. See what they say, switch around, maybe move to another company. Um, There are ways of dealing with this. Your direct debit is designed to collect enough money in the the, the summer months so that in the winter you don't have this big hike in payments. So it it averages the payment over the year to smooth out the peaks and the troughs. Now obviously in the winter time, you're going to be spending a lot more on gas and electricity. And that's when the crisis could really hit people and they might not be able to afford to heat their homes. So this is this is definitely a crisis, and the government need to look at this. I'm sure the two candidates for prime minister, Liz Truss and Rishi Sunak, will be looking at this closely. I'm going to a meeting tomorrow with Rishi Sunak. In fact, um, uh, as part of a small group, we're, we're getting to, to to meet him and question him. So I'll certainly be asking about this, and I'm sure many of the audience will as well. So so there you go. Um, just be careful with that. Don't wreck your uh, Credit history for some crazy plan like this don't pay. I I do admire them for what they're doing, but I think they're doing it in the wrong way. Other news, we talked about inflation being a 40-year high, but it has dipped slightly in America to 8.5% because they haven't got the same oil and energy crisis that we have here. Mortgage affordability rules were relaxed by the Bank of England. I I talked about this last week in my UK property talk. Um, That's another interesting thing that you you can check out on my YouTube video on that. Uh, The UK will fall into recession. I talked about this last week. Bank of England say that interest rates will, uh, inflation will hit 13%. It's more more likely to be further interest rate rises and we will go into recession this year. This is the Bank of England saying that, not me. I believe we're already in recession. We're already in a crisis. Um, UK interest rates, as I said last week, were hiked by half a percent, the biggest hike for 27 years, and are now at 1.75. However, the banks, the dastardly banks, have not uh passed on this uh this this rise in interest rate to their saver customers, to their consumers, their saver customers. They're still giving them a paltry, you know, 0.3% or thereabouts rate. So savers are not getting the benefit of five interest rate rises. I put up a video on that um to, to see what you can do to make more of your money. I put up a video, I'll put up a link to that. But you need to. Um, really start learning how to make more of your money. I put six tips video as well, how you can uh, get on the property ladder, uh, because that might be one way people have traditionally turned to to get better returns on their money. You could certainly get a much higher return on your money in a simple buy to let. You know we're advertising on open house uh, properties up north, starting from thirty thousand pounds with a fourteen percent yield. But you can do that in your town anywhere. You don't necessarily have to go hundreds of miles away, um, you can learn how to invest in properties to get a better return on your money. You'd be able to yield. If you've got 5% rental yield on, on the property, you would still be getting that and growth. And the 5% yield would be you know, 10 or 20 times more than you're getting in the bank. And not everyone wants to be in a property investor. I know that. I realize that. But you could certainly move your money around to get a better return. But if you are interested in property, there's a free training a beginner's property secrets webinar Uh, if you're watching this on a Wednesday it's on a Wednesday night I'll put a link up to that you can learn from experts how to get on the property ladder even if you don't have deposits even if you don't have money you can learn no money down property secrets and then if you missed that Wednesday there's another one this week I'll put another link up to that it's called a no money down uh, property webinar I think that's on Thursday night so just do check out those free resources where you can some valuable tips as to how you can get on the property ladder yourself as an investor or even as a first time buyer. Thanks for listening. Have a have a, a great day. I know it's not great news at the moment, but that's the way it is at the moment. Things are there's not really many good news stories to talk about, but certainly you can learn how to avoid the recession and how to get a better return on your money by by checking out those those webinars and listening and liking and sharing my videos as well. Thanks for listening. This is Charles Kelly bringing you Money Tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate and enjoy more money. Check out my YouTube, Money Tips, Charles Kelly Money Tips podcast. And and you can find me on iTunes and and all over the place. Thanks a lot. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions.